0: Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary valoney and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. So we are in episode 167, and these past few weeks, and actually past few months, we have been talking about how to navigate this new normal as we walk through this season of pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19, the Rona, whatever you want to call it it, (laughs) the crisis, there's all kinds of names that uh, have been floating around there, but we have got to move forward, right? We have to start looking, and obviously, I hope you haven't just started thinking about this, but over the course of these last several months, you've had to make a shift, you've had to start looking at different ways of running your fundraising efforts, and so today we're going to continue on that conversation. I'm going to give you a list of the industries that are actually doing really, really, Really well right now and we'll we'll talk through that and see how that impacts you and your cause. But first I do want to thank a couple people for writing a review of the podcast. Hey, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Not sure if you know this, but the reviews that come onto the podcast is the way people find this show. And I know there's a lot of nonprofit leaders who are out there just trying to figure it out. And so if they go on iTunes or on, you know, any one of the podcast platforms, I want them to be able to find this show hopefully find the help that they need like you have. So if you don't mind, I'm going to make a special request today. If you've been listening to the show for a while, please take a few minutes and just write a review. I want it to be honest and genuine and what you know, whatever you want to say, you just share that, okay? It can be a sentence or two or whatever, okay? So here's one that came in from Josh Christ and this was a little while ago, but he wrote, whether you're well-established as a fundraiser or just getting started identifying the impact you want to bring to the world... Through your organization, this is a must-listen podcast for you. Mary does an incredible job leading conversations that cover a huge breadth of topics related to the ins and outs of building a thriving fundraising career and life you can be proud of from leaders who've actually experienced success themselves. Highly recommend listening and subscribing. I love that. Thank you, Josh Christ. And then also Jamie, she wrote, "Mary is an invaluable resource for nonprofit and ministry fundraising. You'll hear ideas and learn about my mindsets that you haven't heard from most of the other experts in this field. The icing on the cake is she's positive, encouraging, and has a very pleasant voice. Well, thank you, Jamie. (laughs) And I know Jamie personally. And so thank you. Um, Appreciate those comments and I hope that you guys are enjoying the show and I hope that uh, my voice is pleasant in your ears (laughs) because that would be hard to continue to listen to. But I do have amazing guests and I have more amazing guests lined up that are gonna be coming here in the future. Actually, next week's episode, I am talking to an incredible major gifts consultant and he is—he works with billion dollar organizations and raises tens of millions of dollars. So stay tuned. We've got some great shows that are coming up here and I want to continue to deliver great content to you guys so that you uh, never feel alone and you always know that you've got a resource out there that you can depend on. So if you have any topics or anything that you have been just really struggling with or just, you know, has been stirring in your mind, don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. And I would love to do an episode on that or possibly bring in a special guest that could talk on that topic. And I'm well aware that I do not know everything about fundraising. I know that's hard to believe, but I do my best to make sure that I bring other people in who are experts in the field. And so there are so many different ways to fundraise and diversifying your portfolio. Just like if you are investing personally in your retirement accounts, you want to diversify the funds that are coming into your cause and in to your personal organization or ministry. So I wanna make sure that you guys know that there are many many ways that you can do this and so today we're going to be talking a little bit more on the corporate side so those of you who have done events in the past or have leaned on corporate donations from businesses and I want to make sure for those of you who raise funds um, and maybe come from a 501c3 nonprofit that doesn't have any sort of religious background or connection those are the organizations that tend to lean on corporate dollars and but I want to make sure that those of you who are in a ministry Or a religion, you know, religious space, religious organization, that you know that you can also receive donations from these corporations and that you should very much be thinking about how can I engage these industries so that we can bring in donations from this market as well. So, corporate dollars, really, really important. And also remind you that the people who are managing and responsible for these corporate dollars are also people. Imagine that. Okay, so they also have their own personal budget. So there's a lot of different ways that you can receive donations when you approach a corporation or a business of some sort. So just know that you're building relationships with the leaders of those organizations, not only for them to consider you for a corporate gift, but also for them to consider a personal gift and possibly even personally volunteering with your organization. I know that volunteering looks very different different today, but just like if you were to do a in-person fundraising event, you would have volunteers who are picking up the phone and calling people and engaging corporate donors to give to your organization. So all we're doing is we're just making the shift. In the last conversations, we we talked about online fundraising. We talked about virtual fundraising events, and that's where I'm, I'm talking about here is there's no reason why these corporations and these businesses would not want to still spend sponsor your fundraising efforts. Now it's going to look a little bit different because how are people marketing right now? How are they engaging donors or how are they engaging customers? They're doing it virtually as well. So they are looking to you to get their message out there in the world. And so they're looking for creative ways where they can continue to promote and get people engaged in the work that they're doing. So I want you to see that, that you have a platform uh, to Share other people's messages to help people see that, wow, look at what this organization or what this company is doing to continue to help make a difference in the world. So, I was on a conversation, I had a call with uh, somebody who actually was international, which I love talking to people who are not in the United States because it just reminds me that we are all very much alike. It doesn't matter what country that you live in. And I do have a lot of listeners who do not live in the US. And so, for those of you guys who are you know living in a different country and you kind of feel like you're on your own i just want to remind you that humans are humans it doesn't matter where they live we all want to be connected to each other we all want to feel like we're making a difference in the world in some way and now obviously there are people who are very um just selfish and narcissistic and they don't want to give to any charity and they don't care obviously we're not talking about those people okay we're talking about the people who in their gut they know that we need to take care of our neighbors We need to take care of the people that we do life with. And we also have to take care of people who don't have what we have. So, uh, whether that's orphans and widows for some of you guys, whether that's, you know, poor and people who don't have food, don't have a shelter, don't have a place to live, you know, there's lots of um, just things that we all know that it's just part of who we are, that we should all have those, those, you know, basic needs for, for safety and security. And so, uh, most people want to support that. Most people want to be a part of making a difference. And especially now when they know that times are so tough. And so they, you know, I've been watching these organizations that are feeding millions and millions and tens of millions of people, and the donations are still coming in and they are seeing growth in ways that we probably would never have understood prior to this. So uh, whenever, you know, I've said this uh, many times that, you know, whenever there's a natural disaster or anything that rocks our communities or rocks our countries and the world, we feel that. We feel that. And so people genuinely want to step up and want to do something to help. And so we all just kind of figure out a way that we can do that. So today, as we talk about these corporations and these businesses, I just want you to just to be reminded that it is natural for them to want to give and to feel like they're connected to the community. So all we're doing is we're fulfilling the problem that they have is that now they have all this money and their business is booming. How can they bless others? How can they make a difference in their communities and be beyond. So let's talk through some of these industries and then we can go from there to tell you, okay, how do we actually engage them and get them to financially support the work that you're doing? So, okay, number one on my list is the cleaning industry. So all these people are sitting in their homes and so deep cleaning, people who are... uh, (laughs) You know, in the cleaning and product supplies industry, they are seeing an uptick because people need to clean their homes. Okay. Number two, the health and fitness industry. So people are starting to realize that they're packing on a few pounds and maybe it's time that we get that elliptical machine or maybe a few weights maybe should show up in our home and maybe we should walk a little bit more. So maybe we need some new tennis shoes and some workout gear. So the health and fitness industry has done very well. Okay. The next one, number three, the wellness industry. Okay. Wellness can mean a lot of different things. This, you know, maybe for some people, prayer and meditation, you know, Bible study groups, uh, just reengaging with their faith and who they are at, at the core, because I mean, mental illness is on the rise, being isolated and not being Connected with other people has proven to be something that we all know we need. And when you haven't seen your family or haven't been in those social circles that you're used to, we do long for that. And so people are looking to improve their overall wellness. All right. The next one is the food industry. So we all have to eat, (laughs) right? Like, so the grocery stores and even restaurants, and I know some restaurants have done better than others. And there's a restaurant here in our St. Louis community where, you know, it was a taco business. And so they're used to just selling Mexican food and they shifted over and now they're selling gallon jugs of margarita mix. (laughs) So they have done very, very well. And other innovative of ways that people have modified what they do, but curbside pickup and, you know, ways that people can engage. But businesses like pizza delivery... Very well. Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, all of those have done very well during this season. Okay. So, but people are starting to learn how to cook. And so, chefs and, you know, different recipes and online places that they can figure out ways, maybe people are buying stuff on on Amazon that is just going to help. I know we've just bought a new grill and we have been cooking at home where after so many years, (laughs) well, actually, we were cooking our dinner last night and I leaned over to my husband after he had just grilled this amazing steak and i looked at him and i was like wow we've really grown up i mean we have advanced from hamburger helper <laughs> so th- i'm like we are grown ups look at us <laughs> so broccoli casserole and steak on the grill yeah we did we it was good <laughs> so but people are looking at that as well so those industries have done well then you get into the personal safety products you know the ppe you know so anybody who's doing masks or you know any sort of of personal you know protection equipment they, those industries have done well and then of course the ones that have shifted from making you know maybe they were liquor companies and now they're making hand sanitizer you know so those kinds of businesses and industries on the rise okay then you got the home and garden industry Home Depot Lowe's Ace Hardware, whatever your local industry is when it comes to home improvement. But if you have gone to any of these home improvement locations during the COVID pandemic, you will see that they are all booming. So people want to make their homes look nice. And so this also is why the real estate industry is doing well too. Where people, the supply and demand is just so crazy that homes are selling very well, the rates for our mortgages. They have gone down to historic lows, right? Like below 3%, which is crazy. You know, so I mean, home and garden doing really well. So that's why I'm like, those real estate agents, the people who are in those spaces, They've got money to spend. Then we get into uh, video communications. Everybody, I mean everybody, every industry that shifted from working from a you know a storefront property over to a home, you know, they all moved into their homes. They've obviously had to shift and start using new technology. And so video communications like Zoom and, you know, GoToMeeting and any of those kinds of online programs, they are raking in the cash right now. You know, because we are all online and we're meeting with our families by video and on, on, you know, the internet. So very well. Okay. Then you got the e-commerce sites. Now these are like Etsy and people who sell most of their products online, Amazon, obviously, any place that will deliver their, their products and services to your door they have done well. So e-commerce sites. Then you get into online education. So all of our schools have shifted and so, but also courses, e-courses, people who are learning how to, to speak a new language or anything that would allow people to learn on the internet. So online education is on the rise. Okay, then you got the food and drink delivery industry and just the delivery industry in general. So back to Amazon, UPS, FedEx, DoorDash, Instacart, any of those places that are delivering food to your home because people are less likely to go show up to a restaurant and sit down in the restaurant. So those guys, those new industries, those places really on the rise. Then you got the tech and IT services. That is very similar to, you know, your e-commerce, but anything that's shifting over into technology, we're on our computers a lot. So software, people who are looking to just upgrade their their services, you know, plugins and WordPress sites and and websites, all of that, people have had to now move and shift their in-person sites over to online services. So now those industries are doing well. The next one is one of my favorites is the pet industry. So pet care you've probably seen how many people have adopted pets and how these like, you know, shelters and Humane Society and all these other places have done really well. If you work in the pet industry, I mean, if you're a a charity that helps with stray rescue or any of that kind of stuff, I'm sure you've noticed that this has been a great season because people are lonely and they want a pet. (laughs) So, and you guys know, I mean, I just got a new, new puppy myself. And so, yeah, I definitely fell into this. And by the way, this was one of the largest expense items on my budget last month but we adopted a pet we lost a pet so we spent uh, quite a bit of time at the vet and buying new stuff for the puppy even though we did pretty good about keeping stuff from the past but even just things that would help us remember our pet that we just lost so so we spent some money on just even decor kind of stuff that correlated to that but anyways the next one is stationery so people have shifted over to, you know, writing cards and sending postcards, thank you cards, which we should have been doing anyways, right? But just stationary and people wanting to do having nicer things so that it, it does make a greater impact when you see something in the mail. So the stationary and just the the cards, all of that on the uptick. Okay, then you got streaming services, That's very similar to the other one. You got telehealth, which is how people are seeing their doctors right now. That's huge. The healthcare industry, obviously seeing a boom. Parts of the healthcare industry versus others, but healthcare industry. Then you got the banking and insurance industries, both doing very well. And then you've got news and publishing because everybody's paying attention to the news and they're, you know, the viewership is up. So everybody's, you know, paying attention to those. And then the last one that I have for you, number 20 out of this list is influencer marketing. So people who are influencers online, so people like YouTubers and people who do podcasts like this, people are doing really well. And I mean, I'm doing very well. (laughs) So, I mean, when you think about all the people who are online right now, they are seeing more and more people being comfortable with spending time in the online space. And so they're okay to learn. So back to the courses and online education and and learning from people like us, they're to make that shift and they're okay with that there's one more by the way and that's the gaming industry if any of you are married to (laughs) well I'll just say married to a 30 year old (laughs) in that but it doesn't even matter 20 30 40 50 male predominantly and I know a lot of women are in this space too but the gaming industry has just skyrocketed and that goes back to YouTube as well because those guys like sit and watch YouTube videos and it's just people are trying to shut off from the world and kind of escape. And so the gaming industry has done very well. Okay, so what does this mean? what does this mean for us and our corporate dollars and how we're going to engage people is I just want you, as we were going through this entire list of industries that are doing well, I want you to see how many non-traditional businesses that we're talking about. These are not businesses that have storefront properties. You cannot just go knock on their door, get the marketing director, get the human resources director, whatever the person is. You have a harder, this is a harder industry to tap into because there's a lot of gatekeepers and you can't just necessarily get somebody on the phone with you. So this is where volunteers are going to play an essential role. They have always played it an essential role. This is how it's always been, is to get in front of somebody is you have to have that person who's gonna open up the door to the next person. And so I had a question that came in from one of my students about how, you know, is it effective to cold call? And this is one of those things that people, you know, they ask all the time, especially when you're struggling and you're like, man we got to start getting into industries that we've never been before. The corporate sector is the best place to do cold calling. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to cold call anybody, this is the group of people to cold call. Now, do I think it's a good idea? No, it's not my favorite, but I'm just saying that if you're going to do it, this is the group to do it because they're used to it. They're used to people reaching out and saying, hey, we've got an opportunity for you to sponsor an upcoming gathering that we're doing where we have an opportunity for you to engage in our organization organization, here's what that looks like. But what is going to happen here and why this is so important for you to consider is why would one of these industries have an interest in the work that you're doing? So we want to find that connection point. So if any of these industries that I mentioned to you correlate with what you're doing, it makes total sense. Back to, you know, I mentioned pet care. Okay, You work in an industry that is focused in on pet, you know, some sort of pet relations, you know, that you're helping those that are, have been abandoned or abused or whatever. This is a great time for you to start paying attention to all of the the posts online about uh, helping in that, in that space, and then looking at all the different industries that correlate to you. And now we're trying to figure out how can we start securing sponsorships so that those people can fund the work that we're doing. So it obviously makes total sense for somebody who works in a, like a, a stray rescue location that they would have people like Purina or any of these dog food brands or the veterinarian locations, it would make total sense for them to align with you. So they don't need anything in exchange, but what they do need is they need a place to market. So they're going to be looking for opportunities for them to engage. So that's where I'm saying is like, make sure that these industries correlate with yours, not just randomly, any, mini miny mo, I'm just going to pick up the phone and try and reach out to you. I'm trying to figure out a way that we're going to fit together. So if it's like, a cleaning industry. How can you make that cleaning industry correlate to the work that you're doing? And that might be donating products and services. That might be uh, them actually making a cash donation towards the work that you're doing. But in return, it's helping people that will come back and market to their people. And it, it's a win-win across the board. So I just want to encourage you to be much more strategic than maybe you've been in the past. And let's stop focusing on trying to retain the donors that we've had in the past. And let's start looking at what new industries and what new people can I start to engage? Now, I wanna just share with you that that influencer market that I mentioned, there are so many people who have left their day jobs and they have shifted over into building small businesses online. Now, they have the same interest in giving to charities and giving to ministries, but they've just never been asked, Huh, it's a brand new market that you could get people engaged with the work that you're doing. All you have to do is reach out and give them ways that would make sense for them to partner with you. So if there are certain people that you've been following or people that you have really felt like they have they have impacted your business, your nonprofit, then start having those conversations with them about how could they maybe volunteer with your work? How could they adopt your cause? Because every Everybody's looking for that charity of choice. It doesn't matter what their business looks like, but there are so many small businesses that are out there that do not have a charity of choice. So why not yours? Why not have them, get, give them an opportunity to choose you as their charity of choice? Now, there is a, there's a lot of corporations that are obviously very visible. There's a lot of companies that are very visible out there. You know, even some of the things that I shared today on the industries that are doing well, I threw out some names like Home Depot and Amazon and FedEx and some of these others. Now, I'm not saying go after those companies necessarily because they do get a lot of asks and clearly there's they try their best to try and help with reduced prices, giving you a discount. And I'm I'm going to definitely go after all of that stuff, but what I want you to do is go the next layer. I want you to go like who else is doing well? Maybe the mom and pop shop in town or that business that's online that you're starting to hear buzz in the community where you're like, "Man, everybody's buying from X." And I'm hearing these names pop up a lot. And so now we're doing our research. So back to the seven steps of fundraising freedom that I teach is that focus your vision. So get back to, if we wanna go raise corporate dollars, we're gonna focus our vision on those corporate dollars and those small businesses and the the donations that they're gonna give. And now we're gonna do our research on who's doing well and we're gonna create a list. So that's what I want you to do, is write down a prospect list of all of those companies, those names, you're on social media, you're seeing people hype up certain businesses, certain groups, and I want you to start personally being strategic about engaging with those people. Now, let's just say you come across somebody who is like amazing at baking cakes. Okay, let's just use that because people in the food, and you know, the food and drink stuff. And so they make these really beautiful cakes that are for birthdays and weddings and whatever else. And, you know, people are starting to buy those off the internet and they're off, offline. So you're watching that it's like, man, this person is doing really well. And I think about a friend of mine who, you know, took up this as a small business and her cake industry is doing very well. And so to reach out to her and just be like, hey, I just wanted to check in on you and see See how your business has been doing. And then let them, you go back and forth on the business side of things. And then you come back and just say, hey, I don't know if you've ever thought about marketing or advertising through a local charity, which means when you give to a charity, we have the opportunity to say that you're a great partner of ours. Now, I'm not gonna say, go buy XYZ cakes and pastries. Like, you know, you might, but what you're gonna do instead is say, we are so appreciative of this pastry company that, or so-and-so with, you know, who bakes cakes through whatever and you're going to you're going to highlight that person as a, a donor to your organization which gives them recognition and increases their sales. So now we're not going to say they have the best cakes in town. Now we can't do that as a charity and that's by law in the US. I don't know how that is across the the, the world, but we are not allowed to be like these are the best cakes you need to eat here, you know. But our volunteers very well can do that on their own personal platforms. So they can say, we love these guys. They support the charity that we love. And so, Hey, if you guys are looking for, you know, to get a birthday cake for your next kid's birthday, uh, we, we just really highly recommend them and they help our cause. So that's the kind of marketing that these businesses and these small businesses are looking for. So give them an opportunity. They may not have ever thought about doing that in the past. So how can you be more strategic to to allow them an opportunity to give to your cause and also for you to be able to highlight the work that they're doing. So I did that all the time, especially when it came to auction items. So if somebody donated a gift certificate to us, those restaurants are looking for ways that they can be promoted. They may or may not ever use that gift card that you sell at your auction, but they're not out anything besides product and service, and they want more people to be coming in their doors and using their products and services. So how can you maybe even get some gift cards or get some things that are donated that are easier through in-kind donations just to help them boost their sales and help you promote the work that they're doing. So Back to this is a partnership that we are working together uh, to, you want to help them with their sales and they want to help you by funding the incredible work you're doing so that you can help more people. So it's always a relationship and always a win-win across the board. Now, sometimes people will give to your cause just because it is the right thing to do. And we want that. That is the most ideal situation is when a donor gives to your cause because they see the value that you bring to the community or bring to the world. And so they just see Oh, you guys are doing great work and I just want to support that. So give them opportunities to do that, but you're going to have to reach out in some way and use the online space to do that. So if you're connected with people on social media, use that. But I am going to say, don't spam people. Okay. Don't just reach out to somebody, you know, and and just vomit all your information on them. Make sure that there you were really thoughtful when you reached out to them. Make sure that you when you you were working out how can who can we partner with these days? Who could we increase? Um, we could help them. They could help us. And and just when you reach out to them, say you know what we've been brainstorming as a team and just really been thinking about ways that we can engage the community in a different way. And you were at the top of our list. And that feels very special to them because you've been paying attention to the work that they're doing. So you've been seeing that, Hey, there's a lot of people talking about them. There's a lot of buzz, or maybe there hasn't been a lot of buzz and there should be. And so you're saying, I haven't heard your name pop up in a lot of, you know, a lot of my social feeds, but people should be buying from you or people should be considering purchasing your stuff. And so maybe we can come up with a way that we can partner together and, and help you in that process. So think through that. You don't have to be their marketing team, but that is a huge reason why companies and small businesses give to charities because they want to make sure that the community sees that they care, you know? So when they donate school supplies, when they donate to feed the hungry, when they are doing all those things, it's because they know that they've got to take care of their people. And in return, those people are going to trust them back and want to do business with them. It's the same reason for both of us, for whether it's for-profit or non-profit industry, we want to show the community that we care and that we're not just coming with a handout all the time, that we're coming with our handout. So be sure to, to just take take a few minutes just to realize that you have a lot of influence in your community, in the world. The space that you work in, you have influence over all of the entire, like all the people that serve on your mission side, you have the ability to say, we love these guys and they're doing good work and those people will respond and say oh if they help your cause, well, we're going to help them too. That's just how we work. (laughs) So we want to take care of our own. We want to take care of our people. So it definitely is a benefit for them and for you. So today, as you continue to press through, you know, the pandemic and you press through these, this season, I just want you to take back your control. I want you to see that you have a lot of power in this season to go after new opportunities, new exciting ways to engage people into the work that you're doing. It is in your control to invite people in. You are the gatekeeper. Nobody's going to just randomly show up at your doorstep and say, gosh, I want to I want to market my product through your organization. They're not going to do that. You have to be creative and you have to reach out to them and say, you know what? You guys have been on our mind for a while and we have this fundraiser that's coming up and we believe that there's a way that we can partner together online to make sure that this thing is a success for our community and a success for you as a business. So, all right. I hope that that's helpful today as you continue to press forward. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out, okay? I Yes, I'm in your earbuds, but I am, I am just like you and I'm on the other side trying to navigate this myself, okay? So I want to make sure that you know that, you know, we're all in this, you know, we're all trying to navigate it. We've never been here before, okay? And if you don't mind, once again, shoot me a, a message through your podcast uh, app and just leave a review of the podcast when you get a chance. So hope you have a wonderful week. Let's go engage these companies that are booming. Let's engage them in a way that they can be really making a difference in the world through your cause. So hope you have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and $1 at a time.